Yep, I am now recording. Uh, do we have a uh, Do we have a nickname? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, 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 totally. Yeah, totally. it's it's yeah, definitely yeah, like yeah. Special Inspector Matt or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. blue the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of one piece my name is Xander, and here with me is special inspector matt hmm hmm i am definitely the real special inspector matt ahoy hmm. xander ahoy suspicious nah matt how are you doing how you doing matt i'm doing well i'm so glad you didn't make an among us joke there um <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're we're here on a special episode where between uh we're between the end of skypea and the beginning of water seven Woo. but we're in a weird parallel world where uh the straw hats go to g8 the naval base of g8 <laughs> yeah an alternate parallel uh universe where instead of just landing uh in the middle of the ocean we landed g8 the wonderful and best filler arc of the anime, in my humble opinion, and also a fact of life. Oh yeah, ever ever since we started this podcast, um, even back when we were in East Blue, you've been saying we're gonna skip all the filler except for G eight. Yeah, <laughs> we, we gotta watch G eight. It's really good. <laughs> like it's really good, and I'm sure you'll agree once we co- like kind of cover it a bit tell people what it's about yeah i I, i've made it no secret that i actually have a secret um love for filler i won't always skip it just because sometimes i you know it's it's more content right yeah my favorite type of filler is filler where it could reasonably inset into the story and it's just like a side thing we didn't see and g8 does that and so it's like my favorite type of filler it's just the arc that wasn't in the manga. I really feel like Oda should implant it in there. Be like, this totally existed. This is volume, like, whatever, 0.5. You know, it just goes right in here. <laughs> I mean, uh, Boruto turned uh, its filler into canon in the manga. Uh, and we t- we've talked before about, like, Inuyasha and Yashihime. So, like, there, it's happened before in... Yeah, it's not unheard uh, of. In stories, yeah. But this, to me, uh, in my heart g8 is canon yeah i'm not alone let's go yeah but what is g8 tell us tell us what the straw hats get into please yeah so we're we're gonna do kind of a little bit what we normally do when we have chapters you know we're gonna recap it badly and talk a bit about it uh but instead of chapters these are episodes of the anime uh 195 to 206 yep uh 196 to 205 six yeah i i personally i know that's like what the wiki says but i i watched from uh actually like a little bit before then on skypea oh for yeah like, our like them actually falling into it yeah and them actually it... falling into it yeah because the changes to the main story happen earlier in like 195 to make g8 happen 
Yeah, so you're right. So 195, the 206. Yeah. I'll make that note for our show notes. Yeah. Like, I, I understand. Some people are like, yeah, it should be 196. But in, in 195, so at the end of Skypea, we're falling uh, with the octopus balloon. And in the anime, we get a whole episode about falling with the octopus balloon and them getting off course and them landing in the middle of this, like, giant, like, circular circular inset rings um, of a naval base. And then the next episode is where, like, G8, like, officially really starts. So, you know, this this pirate ship has landed inside the base. Like, how did this happen? And whereas instead in the manga, they just landed in the open ocean and just started following the log pose along. So this kind of gives us, it lets us keep some of the intensity from Skypea. Whereas like Long Ring Longland, because um, right now what we've recorded is we've recorded Long Ring Longland already. So listeners, if you're hearing this before you get there, we we know what happens there. And it feels... And the general opinion, without going too much into it, was Long Ring and Longland was kind of a whiplash, especially at the beginning for tone and stakes, whereas this kind of keeps that momentum while still winding us down. It really does that well, and I, I would not have been able to put that in the words. That, that sums up G8 really well. Keeps that intensity and winds us down to smooth us into Long Ring and Longland. I also realized um, earlier today while rewatching a little bit of it before we recorded that this one, this is an arc that doesn't have like a, a real final fight. No. And, and I like that. I liked it. Yeah. Cause, cause it, was there a bad guy? I mean, we had, we had the, the horrible traitor. We had a straw hat betray the crew. Yeah. How dare they? But we'll, <laughs> Well, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to our dear friend. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to how a straw hat betrays the crew. Oh, bet you did. Bet those of you who skipped this didn't know that happened. Uh, <laughs> so G eight to give a, a sense of like what it looks like is it you basically have like a circle, um, and then a lake with another um, island in the middle of it. Uh, so it's like almost like a bullseye, and the only way out is at one end of the outer ring is a sea gate. But it's like a it's a pretty big area and there's just guns all the way along it. Um, yeah, like inside, outside, just a bunch of guns facing inward into the ring, out of the ring. Yeah, it, it gets called the hedgehog <laughs> of the sea because of all the those bristling guns. But also it just it's sleepy because it has a soft belly. <laughs> um, and this is kind of a, a whole point of order. Well, as the uh, as the straw hats come in, we also have the Seagate open. And a a bunch of naval ships that were kind of tossed about by a storm come in. And this is going to be very important because that means that there's a bunch of new faces in the base for the Straw Hats to hide among. So, like, they, they get spotted immediately. Like, a ship falls from the sky. This, this does not go unnoticed. <laughs> so a bunch of spotlights go on the ship and they see and the ship is empty, though, uh, because the Straw Hats immediately, like, book it. Uh, they abandon the Mary. They abandon Going Merry. This is anime, so we have Zoro and Going Merry now. Like, Nami takes the waiver and, like, hides it in some brush. Everyone, like, scatters to different areas of the base. And we get all these sequences of everyone trying to blend in. So, like, Usopp hides among uh, the shipwrights. 
a Sanji and Luffy hide among the chefs, which is pretty amazing. It's so good. I love the team ups that we get in in this arc. We get we get these team ups and we get these like ca- very character focused episodes. So like Luffy and Sanji uh, cooking in the kitchen is basically an episode. Uh, Chopper and Nami in uh, the infirmary is an episode. And we've got like Chopper with like the the glasses with a fake mustache, uh, pretending <laughs> he's so a doctor. Good. What what do you mean pretending he's a doctor? Tony is pretending a he's a naval doctor. Ah, uh, yes. He, he is definitely a naval doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and it just because he's 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 a doctor and he's not going to let anyone get hurt, uh, you know, get be hurt. He's going to care for his patients. It doesn't matter if they're Marines. Yeah. And there was this whole storm. So you have a bunch of these hurt uh, sailors coming in and it's like a whole bedlam. And we have a and then we have a Robin and Usopp. Oh, is that the perfect combo? Yeah. The the Robin Usopp team ups in this arc are great because again, <laughs> anime Usopp is so much better than manga Usopp. <laughs> they're the same Usopp. <laughs> they are, but they're also just like not quite. They just because there's so much more room in the anime for them to put spotlights on characters. Yeah, all of the Usopp spotlight really makes you actually care about him Usopp's so good maybe that's why i love Usopp because i i watch the anime uh, a good deal so that might be my 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 rosy glasses on our our good captain Usopp. i mean for what i understand once i get to water seven i'm going to like Usopp more and i'm already seeing the seeds being planted yeah there were some seeds planted at the end of long ring long land and those same seeds get reiterated at the end of G8 too so it it's kind of flowing like there's there's a very clear character arc that I can see forming and and I'm here for it but we have Usopp as the planner and that even though Robin's intelligent some there are some plans that are Usopp plans and not Robin plans um Robin is very intelligent Nami's very intelligent but they're very intelligent in their fields and Usopp is good about bridging the gap between the two of them. And you can't see my hands, which makes that a little bit less impactful. <laughs> is there is there air quotes happening? No, there's like I'm 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 moving my my fingers in like a bridging motion. <laughs> that that doesn't work for all of our listeners, but for all of you on the video podcast, you're able to see that. But also, who are you and how did you get in my house? <laughs> So they like, where's the cameras at? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, uh, we we get uh for the first couple episodes of this, um, it's doing these character focused um episodes, and we have a lot of like no one can navigate G eight because it's just so big, which is also why it's so hard for them to find the straw hats, and you know especially as they get in disguise. There were supposed to be these two famous chefs on the on the ship, and uh, Sanji and Luffy like point them the wrong way. And we just see over um, for like half the arc, we see them trying to find their way to the kitchen still because they got <laughs> pointed the wrong way. Um, and then Sanji and Luffy get mistaken for the two new cooks. And while Luffy's not that much help, um, Sanji is, of course, like Sanji and does amazing. And there's the other good running joke is that after Sanji leaves the kitchen, no one in chef jessica's cooking no one wants to eat chef jessica's cooking anymore because they've had sanji's 
They had Sanji's and Sanji's like berating them for not using like all of the food and wasting so much. Oh yeah, we get this like Iron Chef challenge where like the the chef uh chef Jessica and her chefs whip up this meal and then instead of using his own ingredients, uh Sanji's, you know, like, you know, just like yare yare daze and just takes all of their scraps and makes better food than theirs. Like a fucking champion. Like a boss. <laughs> Also, during this time, Luffy has a heat dial, and he heats it up in the oven. That's a mystery tool we'll use later. <laughs> um, remember, we have a bunch of dials. Um, we have dials now. We have, you know, uh, Chopper and Nami. And, well, first, Nami gets uh, mistaken as a janitor, and she keeps getting pushed into, like, more and more remote and dirtier areas of the the base <laughs> and until eventually she's like left to clean up this entire gymnasium she's just like nope <laughs> and wanders off into the clinic where she finds um that the the only doctor left uh because everyone else went to a conference is uh dr Kabato. she's like a pediatrician she faints at the sight of blood so she like can't uh she can't really operate on anyone but we have all these people who are like bleeding and dying so we have chopper in his big form wearing like the, wearing a lab coat and the glasses with a mustache it's so good it's if you if you know persona 4 it's those glasses he and so he's like treating them and nami then becomes a nurse and it's like man it's really great you showed up yeah i i it's definitely a good thing i came on that ship with everyone else <laughs> cough cough <laughs> cough cough and yeah they're kabato's like for everyone looking for the pirates Kabata's like, you can't come in here. It's an operating room. Uh, so, you know, Chopper and Nami are basically safe. And then we have uh, we have Usopp. He's, he finds the Going Merry, uh, and he finds this, like, old drunk shipwright that everyone writes off um, named Macau. And he asks, like, you know, who's been taking care of this thing? But he's also, like, in awe of it. And we get this weird reference about um, the repairs that happened back in Skypea, where it's like, there was mist and someone was repairing the ship. Eventually we have, uh, we, we haven't even gone over like the, the Marines yet. So to get an idea of the Marines, we have, uh, we talked about Kabato and we talked about, uh, Macau, but, and we talked a little bit about Jessica. Uh, Jessica's husband is commander Jonathan. He's like a fisherman kind of fisherman kind of guy, Really laid back, really lazy. He has a lazy sense of justice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's in charge of the base. And then we've got his hot-headed Lieutenant Drake, who really, really, really is, like, all about, uh, like, we gotta find the pirates. High alert, high alert. And Jonathan's like, yeah, we'll catch them, because he's, like, he's on, like, 5D chess. Um, and he's always playing with a chessboard, too. Uh, but he he's trying to slowly encircle them slowly get them out like he's not worried um and we'll we'll see more why he's not that worried but eventually Usopp gets captured and uh Robin took out this guy on the way in uh and Usopp is lying that he's a special inspector and everyone's about to believe him until Robin comes in also <laughs> pretending to be the special inspector <laughs> which is so good like it's like everyone's like i don't believe you you're you're obviously the, one of the pirates and then and then they start believing him 
Because the commander's like, oh, yeah, no, like, I heard that this guy was actually coming. So your him's like, yes, haha, you figured me out. <laughs> and then he gets blown by Robin. It's so funny. It kills me. Yeah. Uh, Zoro also gets captured. And so, like, Usopp and Zoro are in the brig. So we need to get them out. The the also the real uh, special inspector, he gets caught in the in the hallway, and because Asian Shepherd is obviously right there, she has the ID and everything. They they send um they send him to the brig as well, uh, and he's like, you need to let me out. Uh, but Usopp, of course, is like Condoriano, you can give up the act. They know, they know, <laughs> and we get we get uh our new straw hat for the arc, Condoriano. Candoriano, our lo- our loyal friend. He's been with the crew since since forever. Yeah, how can you say you don't remember us? That hurts so much. Like this is this is like peak Usopp. <laughs> this is peak Usopp. It's so good. Cause this guy is like angry and mean, and he's like, let me out, I'll have all of your heads. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, uh we we get a uh now that they're in jail, like Jonathan instead of, you know, having everyone hunt around for the straw hats sets up an ambush at the jail cell and you know luffy and sanji just like get right into it but you know they they're able to get out and during this time usopp uh gets a bunch of impacts on his impact dial mystery tool we'll use later uh chopper and nami realize like everything's going down uh robin has been collecting a bunch of information from the library but she's realized that the men are getting onto her because Jonathan didn't really get, uh, he didn't really get fooled by them. He's just letting everyone maneuver the pieces. Yeah. Before I was like, oh, this dude's like lazy, maybe a little cocky. And then as soon as he gets to this point, I'm like, oh, wait, you mean the commander's actually like really playing 5D chess? Holy hell. It hits real well. I think they pull it off in the arc really well because it could have fallen flat. And it thankfully did not. Oh yeah, and it and even as the Straw Hats escape, we never we never feel like this guy was did not have everything play out how he wanted. Um, so yeah, so everyone's heading towards the dock where uh, the Going Mary is because Usopp knows where it is, and Chopper and Nami like seeing that everything's happening. Uh, they go to they they you know basically fake kidnap Kabato and go towards the dock as well. And while, like, everyone, you know, Luffy gets hit by, like, a sea stone net, and that's going to be a thing that we keep seeing, are the sea stone nets uh, throughout this arc, which I think is is good for us to start seeing them again, because we kind of needed, you know, a way for random marines to actually fight Devil Fruit users. We also get a little funny scene when Luffy's like, I'll rip these bars out, I'll get you! And he, like, starts fainting because, like, the, the bars are made of sea, uh, sea stone as well. Oh yeah, the the bars in the jail are sea stone. So they they had they were trying to use a dial. They then tried to use dials to get out, and they kept like going through like the um like the sound dials, heart dial. Yeah, that's how they eventually actually get out. Yeah, like and that's when because Usopp's looking for his impact dial, and then when he when he finally gets it, at that point they're escaping, and he's like using it to block all the sword strikes. Yeah, it's it's almost like we're we're getting almost close to Usopp being a dial user, and it's <laughs> it's, it'll be great when we get there. It'll be great. Maybe it'll be great. Stay tuned. Uh, it'll at least it'll at least be better than the stupid climate baton. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We'll get that. We'll get to that. Climate in a bit. baton's cool. Anyway, um, it turns out that 
Dr. Kabato is uh, Macau's daughter. Uh, so Macau is like, look, they're, they're holding my daughter captive. What can I do except let the ship go? <laughs> but it's also like he, he, he's wound up being like, you know, the, these guys are okay. Yeah, they're cool. Like, look at their ship. Yeah. And like Kabato's like, he sees that Kabato's not actually afraid, which is why it's also like, okay, they're, they're cool. They're not actually taking my daughter hostage. And the fact that she's playing along with it means she's probably cool with this. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they also think Nami when uh they think that Chopper oh, yeah. is holding both Nami and Kabato hostage because Nami's still dressed like the nurse. <laughs> While they give Kabato back, they still take Nami quote hostage as the nurse to like let them keep going. Yeah, then they're like, okay, oh, you know, like you idiots, that's a straw hat. Because they yeah, see her they're... like through the glass, like working on the ship and giving orders. they're like yeah we found her we found the hostages she's giving orders (laughs) it's so good so yeah we we have this this whole sequence where um they realize that there's no the gold has been taken out of the ship all the skypea gold so instead and like there's no way they're gonna get away right like as soon as they get outside the base they're gonna get shot at uh so they use um the benefit of some mist to act and like smoke to actually 180 and turn back inside and hide at one of the unused docks. Uh, so while all the Marines are like, where did they go? There's no way they got away. And of course, Jonathan knows they're pirates. Like, they're not leaving without the treasure. Because he's, again, on 5D chess. They, they dock up and they come up with this heist plan. So this is kind of where we transition from like the first half of G8 to the second half of G8. Condoriano is now deep cover as... Uh, the real uh, Inspector Shepard, and he's he's making the Marines' life living hell because he's here to see if we need to shut down Navarro Base G8, uh, which all the men have a lot of pride in. But, you know, it's useless in these times. But so while he's uh, messing with Jonathan and Drake, the Straw Hat, Robin uses looks at the map and goes, I think this is like the only vault that could house our treasure. And they're like, yeah, we'll do that. So Nami and Sanji go get the waiver, and the other four go out. The others go after uh, the vault. Except Chopper's left alone on the ship. <laughs> uh, his his job again, just like Skypea, he's left alone again. This is a pattern. This is a very unfortunate <laughs> pattern for our boy. Uh, but yeah, his job is to basically like paint a put a bunch of marine decals on the Merry Go, on the Going Merry. So that it looks like a marine ship, at least for a little bit, because that's their plan to get out. So Nami and Sanji get like the waiver, like zero issue. But the plan to open the vault, the Marines all start coming in because it's like an ambush trap. And when they finally open the vault there, there's nothing in there except a giant fish, Um, you know, because it's Jonathan's prize catch. Yeah. From earlier. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's from I don't think it's the exact one from earlier. I think it's probably just like one he has caught before. But I mean, he's he's a big fisherman guy. He he always has a he pretty much always has a fishing rod. There's a lot of analogies to him, like laying bait for them, uh, for them to bite at. And also, don't touch my pole. Don't touch my pole. Don't touch my pole. Uh, yeah, my uh, Contoriano tries to t- to take his pole, and it's like, no, I don't, I don't care if you if you also like to f- say you like to fish, you don't touch another man's pole. Yeah, it's un it's uncool. Yeah. The way they get away from the vault is again Condoriano doing uh 
doing his job, he pulls out a giant, uh, he has them open the door uh, so that his troops can come in. And then he pulls out his bazooka because he has a, a portable bazooka. Uh, but he fires it the wrong way, you know, on accident, quote unquote. <laughs> and then, you know, he tries to fire it again. But Robin, uh, you know, helps point it in the correct direction. She pels him again. <laughs> she, th- This man gets pelled by Robin way too many times. Poor Cordoriano. This is probably why Poor he. Poor Cordoriano. Uh, he betrayed the crew. He can't return. It's, you know, the more I think about it, the less he actually betrayed the crew, the more the crew betrayed him. <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're still actually in really deep undercover for the straw hats. Super You're right. deep cover. Because every action he takes from now until the end helps the straw hats get away. <laughs> oh, man, he believes <gasps> Usopp's lie became true. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> that fall really did make him forget <laughs> it did it did make him uh become a member of the straw hats okay i'm crying that's so funny at the end of this we'll have our debate who who is more of a straw hat condoriano vivi oh, no. johnny or yosaku i mean it's vivi there is no question about this okay but what about johnny yosaku or condoriano if you I have mean, to take one of them I mean, Contoriano, obviously, they are. You some said so. Yo, Yosaku and Josuke are, God damn it. Yeah. Are, are bounty hunters. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, so Zoro. They're not so Zoro. pirates, so they can't join. See, Zoro is, is no longer a bounty hunter. They're a pirate. A- until such days when uh, they're no longer a pirate. He's the pirate pirate hunter. He's the he's the PKK. <laughs> he's the... Pl- <laughs> he's a Seo. <laughs> Hasayo, yeah. Um, except he doesn't use a scythe. Um, anyway, uh, they the plan work. Uh, they they go. They're like running around the base now, trying to figure out where in the world the treasure is. And they run into Kabato and Macau, who are like, "Well, he's a fisherman. The bait's gonna be somewhere where you'll find it because he's trying to reel you in." And at this point, it's it's remembered that the only one who knows where the commander's room is is Luffy because during the whole food episode, he served him food. Yeah. And that's also what broke their cover. So Luffy leads Nami on the waiver to uh, the room while everyone else prepares to launch the, the going Mary. They go in there, ju- you know, the commander is a bit of surprise because he didn't expect them to come in through the window, uh, 20 stories up because <laughs> no one knows waivers exists. So he has everyone come in from outside the room who are waiting in ambush. Uh, but you know, the gold's like right there. Luffy like sacks it up while while everyone's talking, because uh, Nami's like, "You have to show us the treasure. It's not bait if you don't show us." Yeah, he's like, "That's true. That's true." Um, and then she just like pulls out the climate baton, and everyone wa- waits for her to do her like two minute sequence to create a rain cloud, and then she lightning bolts everyone, and like no one does anything. They're shocked and awe by the power of the climate baton. Yeah, again, this thing doesn't have dials. <laughs> you know what? At least this doesn't have at least this doesn't have the pun of uh the Ogon is in the kitchen for the Odin. At least we don't have that pun again. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. Cause that's all I could hear when I was when they were talking about searching for it this last end yeah, piece was because <laughs> well, um, they're cause they're like, well, we should go to the kitchen because they're hungry. <laughs> yeah, just wait. We'll 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 cycle back around. To more puns? All right. Yeah, it's more the more puns, more Odin puns, probably. 
Probably. There's probably more puns. There's probably a lot more puns. It's um, one piece. It's the one pun. It's the one pun, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, the waiver is able to also carry all the gold with Hanami and Luffy back down. They get on the going merry. The you know command the special inspector uh, Marshall, who you know is actually Condoriano in disguise. Uh, he's ordered his men out, but and Jonathan's like, yeah, uh, it looks like you have one too many ships there. It's like, oh no! And they, you know, the, the straw hats try to make a break for it, but uh, this whole thing has been a trap anyway because at 9 p.m. the tides change and the it actually gets so low at low tide that you can't leave uh, G8. It uh, bottoms out uh, near the Seagate, which is which is so cool. Yeah. Well, like we got like some foreshadowing earlier with Nami going over some of the like shift changes. She's like, huh, no ships depart or leave during this time. And she doesn't think to share it with the crew because all the plans are Usopp plans. Usopp plans. The, the plans for how they're going to escape are all Usopp plans. And then this plan is, is an Usopp plan. This current Usopp plan. Yeah, current Usopp plan. The escape. The escape. So Usopp's like, man, if only we still had the octopus balloon, we could get out of here with the impact dial and, you know, fill it back up with the flame and breath dials. And it's like, yeah, I wish we have it. And Luffy's like, I have it. And everyone's like, what? Wait, what? And Luffy pulls it out of his pants, where it's been there for over a day. He's keeping it and warm. And we have a very naughty joke. Yeah, we have a very naughty joke about how it felt. Oof, Luffy is a dirty boy. This is why this filler is non-canon. <laughs> That's why this filler is exactly canon. Uh, so yeah, so Luffy pulls the octopus buddy out of his pants, where the thing has been, the poor thing has been for over a day. I don't think he's fed it. Because we never see him, I don't think we see him sneaking food into his pants. So, uh, uh, <laughs> um, so they, you know, they refill the octopus balloon, um, and they they launch themselves up. Uh, Usopp unfortunately has to take the brunt of the damage from the impact dial because it's his idea, and that's fair. <laughs> so we we fill up the octopus balloon. Robin like uses her hands to brace the octopus back to the uh, to the going merry. And they have to do two bursts to get up, uh, and because the first burst doesn't take them far enough, and they're going to be shot by the by the uh, by the cannons of G eight. When luckily Condoriano fires a blast at the going Mary, but misses and hits the only gun encampment that's high enough to hit a flying ship. <laughs> hmm. 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 Maybe they are really, truly Condoriano, and they do remember themselves. Mm. It was a deeper ruse. Infiltrate the government. Maybe the betrayal. The betrayal is Usopp leaving behind Condoriano. They're best friends. They're not. They're Nakama. How dare he? Man, I think I think Water Seven will revisit that. <laughs> no, gee, it's not canon in Water Seven. Unfortunately, I honestly do wish this this arc was canon. Condoriano would be such a good fucking thread. For Oda. Yeah. Like, Jonathan, uh, Commander Jonathan this whole time is unconcerned. Especially because he, when, um, when the Straw Hats are going out, um, in disguise, uh, Inspector Marshall is like, I'm taking over now. And he's like, by all means, you can take the credit for the rest of this. (laughs) 5D chess. 5D chess. (laughs) And then, um, once the Straw Hats leave... Uh, Jonathan fills in the final remainder with this great piece about how basically 
he thinks that by letting the Straw Hats go, it'll make the Navy think that G8 is still necessary to protect the peace because you have pirates like that out there. And so the failure doesn't mean that G8... The failure will make the the headquarters think that G8 is more necessary. Um, They still need it. So he's playing the absolute 5D chess. He wasn't playing against the Straw Hats. The Straw Hats were his pieces. Wah, wah, wah. That's like, that's 60 chess. Yeah, he went, he was playing 60 chess all along. He was playing like Chinese checkers on the moon. He was playing Mahjong in, in space. <laughs> that's, but that's like the end is like, so then like the going mare lands again with the octopus. Uh, they then throw the octopus in the water and they're like, go enjoy the blue sea, make friends. And it's like, there are sea kings out here. That thing is going to die. You've, <laughs> one, you've introduced, um, a, Oh, you know, a species, an alien species, which is something you're never supposed to do. But, you know, I guess it's a sailor tradition to always do that. And like that thing's going to either die or wreck the ecosystem. Look, how are we supposed to achieve Sansi's dream of the all blue if we don't just make it? Bring the fish, put it all in the grand line. Ah, yes, the ecological disaster. (laughs) Sansi's dream, an ecological disaster (laughs) farming fish farm hellscape. Oh, uh, that's so unfortunate. Why can't his dream be true love? Because Sanji's too much of a simp. He can't have true love. He can't actually love. He can't actually love. Not until he he truly finds his heart of hearts. Fair, fair. Yeah, we just have to go to yeah. a kingdom for that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure he'll he'll find he'll find he'll find his puddin. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> You think I don't know? You I know things. Know. <laughs> I know things. Um, uh, anyway, I what I what I actually also really like about this is that something mm-hmm. that bothered me about the end of Long Ring Longland was how in the world that character showed up and knew where they were. Yeah. But to me, if you have G eight beforehand, it all it that answers bit, that question. Yeah, it answers that question. So I like it a lot more because I felt that that question was completely unanswered and not satisfyingly in the manga but this this provides more of a reason for that uh, especially because jonathan recognizes that the stuff on their ship uh from from like this their supplies like that they have recently been to jaya so he's he's like tracking their course and stuff so he knows he knows whereabouts they are he's reporting all that in like the movements of the straw hats are being reported in by g8 yeah it answers the the question that you had in long ring yeah that's one of the reasons I like it. Yeah, no no final fight, really. Like, just a bunch of beating up mooks. But it, in the same sense, we still managed to keep, like, a sense of tension. Yeah, because we had to get the ship out. And without that second dial blast uh, toward the end with Luffy, they, they would have ran into, like, the side of the, the sheared cliff donut. Yeah. Um, but also... I want to point out, like, when Robin first gets onto the ship before they have to split up again to get the treasure... She swings on with a bunch of her hands as, like, the swinging vine rope to get on the ship. Didn't she do that in Skypea? She did that in Skypea, though. Yes, but, like, can we just remember that this is really gross? (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, think about that. Also, ow? Like, the way that the arms are at least animated, it doesn't look like they should bend the way they do. Uh, the arms, I think, uh, are kind of Boneless? elbow. 
their their elbow joint is optional is the, <laughs> is how i kind of feel yeah i th- i think bones are optional honestly it really doesn't seem <laughs> like physics apply i mean if those arms had all of the normal internals of an arm with like muscles and blood and everything that would be absolutely creepy i i think they're just like straight up real arms attaching to rocks in other people's bodies it's like i love robin as a character i love robin's power robin is one of if not my favorite shot it's like it's great too. it's still yeah. fucking creepy <laughs> it is unsettling but it's also like during this whole arc we see her pretty like integrated with the crew um which is also a great yeah which is really nice yeah it's nice and it's also again it's a nice contrast to long ring long land um and what happens there but in here it's like she she takes part in kind of everyone's you know like making fun of Usopp but where it's not mean-spirited i mean she she like Usopp's like hello fellow inspector and she and they're all like do you know do you know this man and she's like absolutely not <laughs> and that's why <laughs> she gets thrown away with zoro and i'm just like oh robin did him dirty yeah but then zoro's like oh so she kept you safe yeah, like like it was it was good. And uh, I want to highlight this and we I highlighted I think in Skypea or in Longry Longland. Uh Robin has not said anybody's name yet. She keeps calling uh Usopp like Longnose. Oh yeah. And like, you know, swordsman and uh cook. Yeah. Cuz she doesn't want to get attached. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she's she's becoming more and more part of the crew more than just like the occasional uh, laughing at Luffy's antics. She's she's laughing at everyone's antics. Like all of the Straw Hats are doing something that makes her feel at ease and like she's part of the crew. Yeah, it's and so good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of really good character. Like this whole arc is just a lot of really has a lot of really good character moments while everyone's under pressure. So it does a good job of like developing those characters, and I feel that looking at the themes that started to get brought up in Long Ring Long Land and kind of it it forms two points, I feel, on an arc that I'm expecting Water 7 to complete. Um, especially with regards to like Mary, you know, Mary is part of the crew. Uh Mary is something we care about. That's reiterated in both this one and Long Ring Long Land. And, you know, the whole Water 7 thing is we're trying to find a carpenter. So Gotta find the carpenter. Gotta find the carpenter. I mean they're they they tell Macau the reason we want to get our gold back is one we're pirates we want our gold but two once we convert it to money we're going to get Mary the repairs that it that she deserves and of course that you know the old carpet the, this uh, melts the old carpenter's heart which ugh, I love the the carpenter character uh, Ma- Mako Mayako M- yeah Macau or something like that Macau uh, they were funny anytime they were on screen I was like <laughs> they're charming but they're only in like. I think a total of like four of the episodes out of the 11. Yeah, he's not around as much. Um, and he's drunk most of it. But, yeah, but he shines. The The drunk like um, ship doctor, so good. It's just every old person in One Piece is an alcoholic. <laughs> they've, they've seen some things. They've seen things. Like, I'm just, we're just going to go along. We've got Crocus. We've got Kureha. Um... We've got uh, Kokoro, and we've got Macau. Like old people be, uh, old people be drinking themselves. 
Stay, stay tuned. Well, stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned, listeners. We're we're going to see a lot of old people drinking. Please, uh, please drink responsibly. Always drink responsibly. Drink safe. Pirates have different livers than us, <laughs> especially when they live on like a weird water world. <laughs> Look, when most of the world is seawater, you need to drink something. It's fine. But is there anything else about G eight that you want to talk about that you want to highlight? Because I I think for me we covered everything I would want to. Uh, mention and bring up yeah i mean i i think i got out most of what i wanted to say about it um i enjoyed it i thought it was fun i think i gave you know kind of why i felt it i'm glad that you made me watch it um i'm kind of curious so none of the other filler you felt was really worth it not really like there's one filler that like lingers in the back of my brain so maybe we'll like check it out you mentioned a silver mine earlier yeah, so like there's um a mine arc. I don't remember what it's called and I don't remember where it is. And I don't know if it's like an arc or if it's like an episode or two. I I saw when I was looking at the categories um for the seasons, I saw an arc called, you know, the Silver Mine arc. Then yeah, it would be that one. So, I I, I saw where it is. Um we are a ways from it. Probably. I don't remember where it is, honestly. I think it, it would have to be like it after looked, it Dress. Oh, yeah, it would be after Dress it's Rosa. Not, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we might check out that one. I thought it was kind of fun. It was only like an episode or two, I think, right? Yeah, only three. Like, it's only three episodes. It's just like, oh, it's a little charming. It just yeah, lingers but, in my brain, but I, I wouldn't say it's good. <laughs> it's not okay, G8. Yeah. It's not G8. So GH the one that you would say this is the one that's worth watching if you're if you're a One Piece fan. Yeah, absolutely. I think it does the characters well. Uh the like all, these episodes are some of the best animated episodes like pre-time skip. Uh it really pre-Wano. But like G8 is animated really well. Uh some episodes might look familiar in terms of style and animation. Uh, cause some of them were animated by the people who did the second movie. So you might have seen like Luffy's design kind of look similar to the design of the second movie. I do. I do remember hearing, um, apparently this story was originally going to be used for a film. Uh, and it ended up being turning into, uh, the longest filler arc to date. Yes. Uh, it was originally going to be, a theatrical film among like other filler stories. Uh, but it instead became the, the filler story, which I think, I don't know. I, I kind of wish we got it as a movie. I would be curious how it would be paced. Cause there's, there's times where I was like, this is just talking for the sake of having, like we could have trimmed this down. This is a lot of repeating of things. Yeah. There's a lot of going back and forth, uh, but it's, you know, it's 11 yeah. episodes for a story that really should have been maybe, maybe six, maybe half of it at least. Right. Yeah. This probably could have been done in six, but then we would have, I think lost like a lot of the character moments. Um, and I mean, just like having whole episodes around, uh, Sanji and Luffy in the kitchen or Chopper and Nami in the infirmary, I think really helped. Like I, I had been waiting for more Sanji cooking action. Uh, Cause that kind of thing I think is really cool to see out of Sanji. I feel like we don't get enough of it. Right. And then for us to, yeah. And then it's like, Oh yeah. Remember Sanji is a cook. 
He isn't just kick. He isn't just kick man. Yeah, he's he's cook and a very good one at that. Yeah, so much so that for the entire rest of the arc, no one would eat the food. <laughs> 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 the, that, which is so funny. It's so good. Um, but no, I. Um, the one thing I just want to say for G eight, and we we've said it like every character gets like. We get to see what their role is in the crew. Like, like even though they're all doing their own thing, it's for, like, the same goal, coincidentally, most of the time. Which is, uh, of course, everyone needs to get to the ship and get the fuck out. But, like, we get to see how Robin goes about it. Yes. Which is a lot of gathering information. We see how Nami goes about it, which is sneaking around, being in disguise, and, like, also sort of getting information, but more so, like navigating about they get different they get different information they are they both can do spy work and research work um but they do it they do very different areas yeah and Um, it's we get like a highlight of everybody we get to see chopper kind of shine as the doctor he encourages um dr uh uh kokoro kobana to like actually do surgery and be like like strengthen up around blood so like that's what we got to see like her little mini arc and growth, like it's so good. This arc I really think is charming. We get highlights of every character, uh, except for Zoro. Yeah, actually Zoro doesn't do <laughs> Zoro much. doesn't get much, <laughs> but but it's fine. Zoro, like we all know, Zoro is pretty fucking good. Like if Zoro was fully available, you know, it would have been over really fast. Yeah, he beats up a lot of mooks whenever we need the plot to have him beat up a lot of mooks, but never too many mooks. Yeah, but Zoro would have just gotten lost. Like, gee, like he would have been like the two chefs throughout the whole thing. Lost. Well, I like how he is lost for so long. And <laughs> <Yeah>. then <laughs> until Nami's the one who, like, gets him captured because she's like, you can't be wandering around like this. And he's like, the hell I can't. <laughs> the hell I can't, fucker. And then, yeah, he, he gets he gets made and yeah. she leaves. So good. Yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. That was one that if you weren't going to highlight, I was going to, which was how Robin interacts with the crew as a crew member and not just a powerful devil fruit user who's there right it's so good um and i can i can just continue gushing but i'd just be repeating myself yeah but we get we get a good moment and this is definitely like a whole fucking filler arc that is worth checking out like i think it's quintessential to the one piece experience but that's just because i really like it but i think it's definitely worth watching yeah, I, I can definitely say, po- having wa- now gone through Long Ring, Long Land, I think that this is having this before it, um, or even just around it. Like I, I've I've done both of those before going into Water Seven, and I'll I'll talk maybe I'll talk more about it after. But I I already feel like having experienced this, my uh my Water Seven experience will be better. I think it will. I think it'll enhance it a bit. All right. Uh. Well. Thank you all for coming along on this journey. Uh, we'll visit Long Ring Longland soon. And uh, ahoy. Or, uh, off we go. Off we go. Set sail. Oh, I'm so excited. Let's go to Long Ring Longland. Let's, meet a, let's have a foxy time. Yeah.